right. Well, I'm here with Christy. Christy, you are the Women's Ministry Director here at NCC, um, and we are in our Solid Ground teaching series, just really looking at what does it look like for us as individuals, as, yeah. as family, as the church, to build our lives upon Jesus yeah. as a foundation, as his firm word. And um you know, we've been unpacking kind of like these rhythms of what that looks like to right. have this solid ground. Um, and one of those rhythms is rest. <laughs> and so I'd love to just, yeah, just chat with you a little bit about um, why that's really hard. Um, yes. And but how we take what God says in his word mm -hmm. um, and how we say, OK, if we are following after Jesus, if if he is our solid ground, then why we need to press into that. And so. There's a passage in Deuteronomy, yeah. um, right, that um, I'm just going to read this from Deuteronomy 5. Um, it says, six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter or your male servant or your female servant or your ox or your donkey or any of your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Mm -hmm. So there's like this huge emphasis here on... Yeah hey, there's this day and don't do anything. Right. And like, there's like no caveats in here because it's like, <laughs> okay, so who who has to not do anything? Like everyone, like your donkey doesn't get to right. do anything, your ox. And, um, you know, I don't have my ox anymore. It's gone. <laughs> just kidding. I never grew up on a farm. But um, yeah, but Chrissy, I'd love to just hear like, from your perspective of discipling others specifically, yeah. right? You're over women's ministry. Mm -hmm. And so you've spent a lot of time with ladies here at NCC. I know that you you write some, you speak at, at other events yeah. for women from um, other churches. Um, so what, why is honoring rest a form of worship? Oh, you know, this is a topic that the Lord just has not let me get away from this year. And I think one of the things that keeps coming up as I talk with a variety of women about this topic in the last few yeah. months is just, um, I think that we feel the weight of all the things that we are juggling, you know, yeah. and as specifically for women, yeah. there there's no really day off. Like our family always needs to eat. There's always yeah. laundry yeah. that needs to be done. There is always this list. You know, I wake up in the morning and instantly have my list of mm. not only what I need to get done, where all my kids are going that day, what needs to get accomplished before we can get to X, Y, Z. And I feel like women are wired that way. We are constantly juggling all these things. And so there's an element of guilt where mm. we can't, we feel like we're not being faithful if we stop um, so because we feel like we're failing the people that are depending on us. Or, mm. you know, if you're in any kind of ministry or discipleship role, you know, it truly is a high stakes game. And so you yeah. feel like, how do I take a, I can't take a break. That's selfish. That's, mm. and so I think sometimes we, we have to reframe that for ourselves of God is God and mm. I am not. Yeah. Like he knows that I am limited. He has created me as a limited creature who needs mm. to sleep a third of my life. He knows that. He knows that I will get burned out. He knows that I have limitations in my mental capacity and emotional capacity. Mm. And he's not asking me to be the savior. Yeah. He's asking me to be faithful mm. and not take on 
roles that are outside of what he has given me. So I do need to be faithful and I do need to be diligent, but within the framework of limitations. And I think that comes down to a lot of faith and it comes down to humility of recognizing that the world does not hang on my shoulders. It might feel like it sometimes, but truly he is the one that carries the weight. And I have to have a small enough view of myself to realize that, yes, I, I have a lot of responsibilities that he's entrusted to me, but one of those responsibilities is not holding the universe together. Yeah. And so I, you know, yeah. resting is a hard, it's a choice and it's an act of worship. And so I think sometimes we have to wrestle with that of resting is not the cessation of faithfulness. It mm. is an act of faithfulness. It is an act of diligence to say, I'm going to recognize my limitations. I'm going to recognize that, God, you are bigger than I am, and I'm going to stop and trust that you will hold these things. And that's a hard, hard journey yeah. um, because those you. are the roots of all of us, yeah. all of our struggles. Yeah. Well, and I love you. You know, even it's, it is this like reframing of our yeah. perspectives and our definitions. So I think it's easy to, to say, well, if I, right, if I don't, Right, if I don't step into this, if I don't have yeah. this conversation, right, then oh, their faith, their right, their journey, their salvation, yes. and um, I think we can feel that pressure too, even mm-hmm. in in church world of you didn't do A, B, or C, or you didn't, yes. and it's like this, man. We have to navigate that tension mm-hmm. of I do have limits, and you know, I think that is the okay. If someone's faith is built on right this specific person in ministry or this specific ministry or this specific church, right? It's going to fall because it can't hold that weight that only Jesus can. But I think that's really hard because we let these things creep into it that Mm -hmm. says, right, you're the church. And so my spiritual everything is dependent upon you. And so it's like, you know, but it's, you're not offering, and that's hard, like you're not offering a class. And I think that's where we can get confused. It's like, go to this Bible studies are good, but they're not like this annual. I think yes. we can miss out of like, well, I signed up for this or I did this or went to this thing and I'm still whatever. And yeah. it's like, no, like these are avenues in which mm-hmm. we have this moment or this season, right? To experience, right? The truth of who yeah. Jesus is. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you can't offer, right? These ladies, your family, every single thing they need, only Jesus can. And so I think Absolutely. that's such a good word of the limits of... um you know, even in that, you know, I think that's the question for some of us is like, do I, am I fully displaying who God mm-hmm. is if I never set limits and boundaries? Because yes. then I can set myself as, well, I'm provider for yes. them or I'm defender for them or I'm savior right. for them or I'm hope for them. And it's like, no, me saying no is saying, I'm not your hope. Jesus yes. is yes. me saying no is saying, I, I'm not your savior. Jesus is. But that does get really hard. Like I struggle with that with people pleasing yes. and saying, but but Lord, what if? And and you're right. Like that was such a convicting and encouraging word of it's this act of faith of yeah. saying, right, am I gonna be faithful mm-hmm. to to say no? And God, I trust that you are big enough, that you are good enough. And yeah, that's really hard. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we we always battle with that because it is so rooted for me. My people pleasing goes deep. I'm with you there. And it is so entwined with my identity and mm. my pride that I want to be really, really important. Mm. I really want people to depend on me like that in an unhealthy way. Yeah. Because 
it tells me how important I am. It tells mm. me how crucial I am. <laughs> yeah. And so, again, these rhythms of rest and boundaries and and realizing there are things I can't take on um, requires me to constantly say, Lord, what is it that you have me to do? And how do I point them to Jesus as the sustainer, as the the savior as the restorer of their soul mm. instead of trying to put myself in there so that I get the accolades of like, you've yeah. helped me so much because we, we deeply crave that. Um, nobody wants to be seen as limited. Yeah. And so it's hard to, to wrestle with that as human beings. Like, so how have you seen this even for yourself personally yeah. and, you know, with the, the women that you're, um, you know, I've loved it that you've always strived to to kind of equip others mm -hmm. to, to share the leadership. And so how have you seen what resting can do, right? To just show and display fully like who God is yeah. and his, his goodness and. Mm, that's a good question. I think of even like you said, sharing leadership, I think it's that, that constant recognition of we are not designed to do this alone. Mm. And so we desperately need the community of the body of Christ and yeah, we desperately yeah. need each other's giftings. You know, the church does not rise or fall on one leader and it never mm. has. It is Jesus mm. and yeah. he equips the saints and he has put these leaders in different roles for the work of equipping the saints yeah. that we would all together grow into maturity, into the likeness of Christ. And so I think the more we can recognize the um, the multiplicity of gifts within the body and rely on one another, because I have my blind spots and I have my weaknesses and things that, you know, it wouldn't be a blind spot if I could see it. Hmm. There's, it's a blind yeah. spot because yeah. I don't see it. And I need the people around me who have different perspectives and different giftings um, to speak into those areas. And again, I need to recognize my limitations in that of I can't do all of this. And so I need you to come alongside. I need you to to link in with this ministry and to help me to see what you see and to hear what your what your heart is. Um so I I think even in that it's that recognition of limitations and recognition of our need both for the Lord for our ultimate sustaining yeah. but also for each other. Um because if we're trying to do this alone, it's exhausting and we will yeah. burn ourselves out and we're very prone to it. Yeah. No, and I, and I love that. I think even, right, you look at Jesus when he sent the disciples out, yes. he sent them out in twos, right? And so I think it's like there's wisdom, like God himself is a relational yes. God. And, and I love that even as you're talking of like the, the church as a body relying mm -hmm. on one another. And I think it is that the when we begin to set those rhythms then it means that, okay, if right someone gets sick or something like this, that I can't be there, that yeah. it's it's not like everything's going to fall apart because it's, okay, there's these others yes. and it's trusting and saying that, oh, maybe they would do something a little bit different, but they're still going to step into that right. faithfully. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not about right whether they would do right set up the table right yes. at this angle like some of those things that we we tend to to fight about uh -huh. or like oh if they would right do this song instead of this song it's the oh they're gonna because they're faithfully walking with jesus because we believe that right. as we're walking together that if i step out 
right? God is going to use them mm-hmm. in that space. And so, yeah, I love that. And, um, you know, thinking about rhythms, what are some like tangible ways, mm-hmm. even as, you know, you said like God keeps impressing this and I think we're always yeah. on this journey, but what, what are some ways that maybe God has just taught you, mm-hmm. um, you know, or taught us of like, Hey, these are tangible rhythm steps yeah. to take. Um, even as, um, yeah, I know even just like one of the ways, and so sorry to, to do this. I know like you're intentional about like certain times of the season with mm-hmm. your ladies Bible studies that you're like, Hey, we're not going to be gathering yes. this week intentionally. And so may, you could talk more about that, but what yeah. are rhythms that you with your teams or just mm-hmm. like in general that you've said, Hey, these are tangible rhythms of rest in yeah. order to have that space to, to be honoring to God. Yeah. Um, you know, I think so much of it goes back to that heart posture again yeah. of, we were just talking last night with our community group of in our culture, we tend to think of rest as vacation. Hmm. And so I think we have this tendency to try to like get all of our rest for the year in this one week and we're going to come back recharged and actually we come back exhausted, right? Because vacation is actually not restful, especially if you have children. (laughs) Uh, It's just not. And so we were talking about, you know, it's, there's a reason why God put the Sabbath rhythm that it's every week, every single week. Um, and there are, I was just talking with a friend last night who's a young mom with young kids. We were talking about Sundays are exhausting. Like if we're mm. gonna, if we're gonna be really honest, yeah. um, Sundays are exhausting yeah. and trying to get little children out the door to church. I mean, it feels like you just climbed a mountain, right? You, you're currently in that stage. It is. I'm usually here before. And so, yes. Um, but, that's what I hear. <laughs> it is not easy. Yeah. And so um, even that of having yeah. a perspective of Lord, help me to build rest into mm. my daily rhythms and help me find it. And it's going to look different mm. for different seasons because, you know, if you're That's in a, a season with real little ones, I really think they have some kind of sensor where like the moment your eyes open, they are awake. So even that if makes you're, a lot of sense. you know, yeah. it's like, I'm going to get up early. I'm going to have this wonderful time with the Lord and they all wake up with you. It is just, you can like, that is my mornings right yes. now. Yeah. And it's exhausting. And so I think every season of having an open hand of like, Lord, help me to see what rest is going to look like in this season mm-hmm. and how to find that. Um, when I was working um, in a different organization and away from home, sometimes that was my lunch hour, you know, of just finding mm. um, those that hour where I could get away by myself and be in the word of God and take a walk and have extended times of prayer. In other seasons that has been, it has been early mornings. Thankfully, I'm back in a season where I can get up and my kids don't all get up with me, which is marvelous. Um, sometimes it's late night. But there's also these rhythms of just recognizing our limitations as human Mm. creatures. And um, even in this past year, we were just, we were in a really exhausting season and um, just even getting in the rhythm of like, Lord, I just laid my five-year-old down for a rest and I am going to go take a nap for 20 minutes. Mm. And I am going to trust that all of these things that are still left on my list, um, they will get done. But you know that I am, I'm really on the edge of my physical limitations here. So would you give me like a moment of rest? And for me, mm-hmm. that was an act of faith, just like setting my alarm for 20 minutes. And Lord, I'm going to trust 
that you're going to sustain me and you're going to sustain my family um, and these things will get done. And so sometimes mm -hmm. even taking a nap for me is an act of faith of just yeah. like, yeah, it already feels like I don't have enough time in the day. So how Who has I time to take that, a nap? Yeah, that 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 And um, he has, he's been faithful through that. You know, I have a good friend who she and her husband have been in full-time camp ministry for decades. And so um, camp ministry is exhausting because they have hundreds of people they're hosting yeah. every weekend. Yeah. And then during the summer, it's like hundreds of children yeah. every week of the summer. Hmm. And she's cooking for everyone and helping their full-time staff and their part-time staff. And she said for her, it's just been in this rhythm of, okay, Lord, help me to see the seams of my day where I can mm. offer this to you as worship and also mm. recognition that I'm desperately in need of rest. Mm. And so That's for her, awesome. it's like, I'm already running this errand. I'm going to add on an additional half an hour and take a walk by myself in the mm. woods. And I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to pray and ask the Lord just to refresh my soul. Mm. You know, of just um, how do we build in these rhythms of of recognition of our our limitations and our need for the Lord. And sometimes that's beautiful and idyllic with your Bible and a candle and a cup of coffee at <laughs> 6 a.m. A lot of times it's not, yeah. you know, and we see Jesus pull away by himself and then what always happens is they all find him. You know, it's yeah. even Jesus wrestled you. with this. Yes, yeah. everyone's been looking for you. <laughs> and, um, but just seeking out these mm. moments of like, Lord, I, I'm running right to the edge. And so I need to stop because who do I think I am? Usually yeah. that's because my my perspective of my importance is getting out of whack. And yeah. so sometimes I need to stop hmm. and I need to sit down and take a nap. <laughs> well, I love that. I love, yeah, Christy, thank you for, for sharing that mm -hmm. and just unpacking this and just chatting um, through this. And mm -hmm. I think the beauty in that is Right, as these are ideas, right? The the theme I kept hearing say, right, it's it's going to the Lord and asking. And so again, it's not that right, there may not be a right a way in which listening to this or watching this, someone pulls an idea or reading a book, yeah. but I think recognizing of now it's not finding that next bestseller on right from Lifeway or whatever, <laughs> or whoever, right, time New York Times bestseller yeah. on rest or this. It's the okay, those might be ideas, but then really saying, Okay, like Jesus, you're the one that ultimately yes. knows me. And so, okay, here is my reality. Mm -hmm. um, and so Jesus, will you, right? I love you just saying like, Jesus, will you show me? Will you help me find rest? Yeah. Um, you know, and that is a prayer um, that we should be praying. Yeah. And that's where, not that we can't find it in some of these other ways, but no, through, through that posture, the rhythm of prayer saying, yeah. Jesus, will you show me in this season that you have entrusted mm -hmm. to me? Will you show me what it means to right set limits? Yep. Um, and trust that that you are God and that I am not. And so, yeah, thanks so much for unpacking yeah. this and just yeah chatting through this. Um, it's been great. Yeah, so, it's yeah. been great. I know we're both. It's a constant battle. Yeah, of like what this looks like and yeah, yeah. So it's been good. So yeah, thanks, Christy. Yep, absolutely.